I failed when I first started, but that didn't stop me from doing it again. And if I failed the second time, I have no doubt in my mind I would have tried it again and again and again. And I still take that approach today. And when I'm trying to learn things, I am trying to find somebody that has already found success with what they do. I spent the last 17 years building my eight-figure performance business without using any of my own money, working with some of the most brilliant direct response marketers in the world today. Now I'm looking for entrepreneurs to join my affiliate army, built on ethics, transparency, and good old hard work. Join me to change the perception of how people view the greatest business in the world, affiliate marketing, and follow along as I learn apply, and share performance marketing strategies working with some of the brightest people on the planet. My name is Eric Beer, and welcome to the Performance Marketer Podcast. I want to dive in today, and today's lesson is all about failure. How many people in this group have failed at something in their life? Every person in this group should have failed at something at some point in time. If you didn't fail at something in your life, you're either not being honest with yourself or you're not living because you're not challenging yourself and you're living on the safe side. And either way, it doesn't matter. Failure is a tool that I use on how I am successful. Not that I love to fail because believe me, I'm as competitive as you'll ever meet anybody when it comes to being legit and real. Playing with my friends, I don't take that as serious. But when I'm legitimately competing, I am hardcore to the nose. I'm expecting to be perfect, okay? It's not going to happen. However, you have to think that way, right? You always think you're going to win. You always have to convince yourself because it's all about belief. We went over that yesterday. But failure is a really important thing because, one, it shows your character. How do you handle failure? Do you fail and quit? Do you fail and pick yourself back up. Ask yourself that question. When you fail, do you learn from your mistakes? Or are you somebody that fails, doesn't learn from what they failed at, and continues to sit, do the same exact thing, and fail over and over and over again? If you're doing that, and we can equate that to wherever you're going to work every day, or if you're saying that you want to start your own business, but you don't take any action. Nothing is going to change. I would much rather somebody go, try it, take some action and fail versus never doing it. Personally, for me, I'd rather fail in my life than never even try. Now, there's a lot of different ways you can look at failure. And, and what I mean by that is you have to be realistic with, with yourself and who you are, what you're good at, but anything in this world. The people you watched those videos with yesterday, Michael Jordan, you know, Matthew McConaughey, Raphael Nadell, they are some of the best at their trade. And they were born with a skill set, with some talent. But to become the best, they worked their tails off because this is in a competitive world. And there's tons of people that were born with that skill set. But somehow, the drive, the belief, the passion for wanting to be the best is why they got there, right? One thing that's always stuck out to me was Rafi Nadal said, he was the tennis player, is that he always has to be insecure. He tries to convince himself that he can't 
beat that person because that motivates him to work his tail off and continue to try to strive to be the best versus becoming complacent when he's number one in the world. And, you know, I understand that. I mean, listen, for me, I love being the underdog versus being uh, the favorite. I, I love when someone tells me I can't do something. For me, that gets me going. I love that. Yeah, all day long. Tell me I can't do something. And that's the worst thing you could possibly do. The opposite side, like I joke with my friends, like you should be complimenting me and just trying to keep me just thinking that, all right, yo, you're great. You're great. Because, you know, I don't get angry. I don't get upset. The minute someone starts challenging me, it's like I start getting upset and angry. And all of a sudden I start focusing more and boom, I know me. That's how I operate. That's how I become successful. And I think that it's important for you guys to know who you are and what you're about. Okay. Because failure is going to happen. Accept it and learn from it. Now, here's the smart thing that you should be doing. And you've already taken the step and you're doing it. You have decided to join this course. You decided to hang out with me because you clearly want to learn more about online marketing. You want to understand how people are making money on the internet. You want to understand how people are generating leads. How do people buy media? You want to understand what's going on because you feel like it's all passing you by and you're like, oh my God, I got to figure this out, right? Instead of going and figuring it out yourself, you've come to me because I have some experience in the space and I've had some success. So the smart thing of what you're doing is you're now able to learn on my failures. There's things that I've been doing throughout my career and I'm going to now show you guys things that I know are working, that I have success with. And what that does is that fast tracks your success. So I think that's really important and I want to I, I hit on that a little bit. I'll tell you guys some stories just to make it relate to you in your lives. And you guys got to think about it. But so for me growing up, I've always, no matter what I did, I always tried to find somebody that was successful with what I was trying to do, okay? The reason for that is because I wanted to see how that person is finding their success. How are they going about their day? When I played baseball, I wanted to watch all of the major leaguers and the game was fine, but it was really more my research so that I can now watch what they did, try to apply it to me so that I can fast track my success. I would try it out. I'd like some things. I wouldn't like some things. If I started to see success, I would continue on, right? The same thing with when I got out of college and I started going for jobs and I was trying to find myself, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And one of the things I used to do was no matter what job I had, no matter where I was, I would always try to find somebody in that organization and I would ask myself, do I want that life? Do I want to be that person, obviously me, but putting myself in that situation when I grow up, right? And I'm still growing up. But ultimately, that would tell me if I was in the right place. If I saw somebody that I liked their lifestyle, I liked how much they were making, I admired them, they had my DNA, I could learn from them. That was exciting for me. And those were the people I wanted to be around. The minute that I realized I didn't want to be that person, I needed to leave. 
Now, Wall Street's awesome. You can make a ton of money. But there was a moment when it got rough and I saw a lot of bad things happen to people that I thought I wanted to be that I realized I do not want to be. Guess what, guys? I learned from their failures. I didn't fail, but that told me immediately when, when those guys were having a hard time, I saw some guys lose a lot of money. They had to sell their houses. They had to get divorces. Their lives blew up. And I looked at them and I was like, man, in 10 years from now, that could be me. That scares me. That's, I don't want that for my life. I don't want to still be grinding it at 10, 15 years, 20 years from now. I want to build. I want to build an asset. I want to build something that, not to say I don't want to work hard, but that it's not a house of cards where a minute you could just boom and everything falls apart and your life's falling apart. So I think it's important for you guys to think about that and really look into what you want to do and where you're going. When you're finding a coach, whether it's me or somebody else on the internet, find somebody you can relate to, find somebody that speaks to you, find somebody that can talk your language, find somebody that you see some things that you want from them. I believe in coaches and I never realized, I know I did it when I was a kid through baseball, through when I was a kid working in all these different companies where I saw all these different people and I was learning from them. And that was a good thing. If my kids were coming out of college today and they were looking to go into the workforce, I don't know if I'd want them to work for me. Now, obviously, I, I'm in favor of them being entrepreneurs. I, I have challenges with the, the, the education system and how much money it costs to go to school for what you're getting and the expectations that you're supposed to know what you want to do with your life between 18 and 22, because it took me way, way longer than that to figure out what I wanted to do and who I was and where I felt I could grow and build my asset. But I want my, my kids to learn from other people. I want them to go and, and see somebody that's really successful in another industry and watch what they do, see how they do it, right? I'm in this world now where I'm a strong believer in, in paying for coaches. I've probably spent over $100,000 in 2019 on coaches. And guys, I don't need the coaches for me, from a helping me with my business and financial of where I'm at, right? I don't need that. I want it. I want it. Why do I want it? Think about it. I'm in a mastermind. I'm an inner, inner circle for Russell Brunson, right? I'm in uh, Larson's um, offer lab. I have a few, I, I mean, from training programs online with other groups, I'm She's probably like 25 plus. What I do is I buy pretty much everything, but I do it for a number of reasons. Guys, I do it because I want to learn from their failures. I want to fast track my success. And the only way to do that is to be around people that are seeing success and doing things that I'm interested in doing. If I look back from where I was six months to eight months, to 10 months, to a year ago, I never thought I was going to have a podcast. I never thought I'd be training people. I never thought I'd start to coach people, and I'm here doing it. If you go and you listen to Stephen Larson's last podcast that he did on his MLM secrets, go to around the 18-minute mark and listen to what he says. He talks about me. He's talking about me on his podcast. That's from me, one, paying to, to be around him. 
because I paid to be in the inner circle. So that's how I was around him. I paid to be in his groups. That's how I'm around. So he knows who I am. Right. But I'm thinking about this from a long tail. I don't need anything from now. I just want to be friends with him. I just want to try to help him and serve him. Right. I want to learn because I want to understand how he got here. What did he fail? When I listen to other people's stories, I'm jotting down their mistakes so that I don't make them. I want to understand how they're finding success. I want to understand that because then I can apply that to all the things I already know. And now, hypothetically, if I learn everything that they know and I add plus what I know, I become Superman. You all have your your superpowers. You all have your capabilities on what you can do with your lives. You guys are all good at what you do. You guys all understand that. So it's important for you guys to take some time to think about that. Because if you listen to, I was just on Russell Brunson's podcast from his Marketing Secrets podcast. I believe it was this morning. And he asked his inner circle people to talk about the the one big thing they learned over the last decade. What's the best marketing secret so that they can now take all of what they learned and put it on his podcast called Marketing Secrets. Why does he do that? The whole idea is that people are learning to fast track their success, right? You're serving people. The, the, the opposite of that is you're learning how to not fail because they failed. They paid their dues to figure out what works. So you could do it the way where you can continue to try to figure that out. And in that case, it's, uh, it's going to take you a long time. And if it's going to take you a long time, like you're going to teach yourself how to, how to buy Facebook ads. You're going to teach yourself how to design. You're going to teach yourself how to create edit videos. It doesn't make any sense guys versus you going and finding people that already did that. And they understand that, that process and you're going to do it yourself. So, and we'll get more into that tomorrow in that lesson of what, what I'm referring to. But the whole point is you guys are going to fail and you're going to gain some character from it. You're going to gain some gum from it. You're going to understand you, what you need to be. You need to be like an NFL quarterback. You need to be somebody who, who throws five interceptions in the game and you now have a two minute clock on the board. You're down six points and you need to take your team down the field and punch it into the end zone for you to win the game. It doesn't matter what happened. You need to forget what happened prior to that and just focus on the now. Okay. It's okay to fail. You learn from your failures or you learn from other people's failures. But what you're going to do is you got to figure out how to compartmentalize everything that's going on in your life. Everything that's taken place from here and in the past, you cannot change. It's, it's happened. It is what it is. You got to just, you got to learn from what that is and you got to now control your future, own your own future, own what you want to do, where you want to be and start to control your life and own your life. You have a choice. You can control your life or you don't have to control your life. That's, that's really up to you, but it's possible. But the point is, is that for the most part, guys, you're going to go and you're going to set your expectations. You're going to fail and it's going to be a good thing. That's why I always believe failure is good because you're trying. If I go and start out of the gate, there's failures that's happened to me so many times. And I'm going to tell you guys a quick story about me that can put some things in perspective about my career because prior to me 
starting my business in 2008, there was a time where I start, I tried to start my, my company and I failed big time. And what happened was, I think I was always an entrepreneur and I always wanted to be on my own. I just didn't know how to do it. Right. I didn't know what to do, how to do it, but I knew that that was the case, but I just didn't know. So during that period of time, I was always, I'd have a fire and then I get a job. And then I think the reason why I'd always not be able to stay at that job is because it just wasn't me. It wasn't what I wanted. So I wasn't passionate about it. Hence, I wasn't good at it. Okay. So I would end up leaving that job. So I jumped from job to job to job. Right. And I ended up at one place when I was working at the student loan company and I was running the internet group and it was a big company, great group, loved it. I learned a ton, learned a ton from a lot of smart people. But I think I lost that fire of wanting to have my own business. And I was out to lunch one time with four of my friends who I grew up with. Somebody his grandfather passed away. I left work to go to the funeral and then we all went out to lunch. And I was looking around at the table and I said to myself in my head, okay, every one of these guys has their own business. They don't have to be back at the office. And I'm staring at my clock of how much time I have before I need to get back to the office. And someone notices that I've been gone too long and they start yelling at me. And I thought to myself, man, that's not me. I don't want that. And I had to wake that that fire up inside of me again, because I feel like it kind of went out and I didn't have that edge. And long story short, if I fast forward that, my student loan company went out of business. And the reason it went out of business from $600 million valuation to out of business because of the whole credit markets and things that happened. And it sucked and people were upset and it was scary, right? And for me, it was the greatest thing that ever happened. And I didn't know it at the time, but who knows? I still believe that you get to where you're meant to be at some point, but it fast-tracked me starting my business because prior to that, when I was on Wall Street, I went and worked for my first company in the internet. I was there for a year. I realized I didn't want to be there anymore. I learned all I felt I could learn. And I had experience from Wall Street. I had this experience from the internet. So I decided I was going to try to start an internet business. And my plan was I'll trade in the morning. So I'd go and I would go into the, the city. I'd go to the, the trade desk. I would trade the open from 9.30 to 11. And then what I would do is I would take from 11 o'clock to around three o'clock and work on my internet business. And then from three to four o'clock, I would trade the close. And then from that point on, I would work on my business again. So I borrowed $50,000 from my father who didn't have a ton of money. My mom passed away from melanoma and my dad got some life insurance money to take care of himself and, and things like that at the time. And he had a few bucks and he wanted to give it to me, right? With the intentions of me going to pay it back. And I went from trying to build a business to literally using that money to pay my bills. I didn't make money trading. It got really hard. I couldn't focus there. And when I was losing money trading, then I couldn't focus on my business, nor did I really even know what I wanted to do. But I knew I wanted to have my own business. I just didn't have a good plan in place. I didn't have anybody to coach me or show me the way. And I failed. I lost all that 50 grand went to me paying my bills just to, to survive. I was married. I had my daughter, Ashley, at the time. And I was like, okay, bam, what do I do? And that's when I took that job with the student loan company, which I didn't realize at the time, but that was one of the greatest things because it got me back on my feet and it got me around some really smart people that was allowed 
me to become more educated in the business and be around people that understood what they were doing and it fast-tracked my success. So hence, this next time around, when the company goes out of business and I'm starting it, I have a lot more knowledge and I know what I'm doing. I know what my plan is. And all of a sudden now, boom, it's working. And I was able to build my business off of consulting to start. People wanted to hire me. When that company went out, I had more calls than I could handle. It was, it was overwhelming, to be honest, because everybody wanted to talk to me because I had all these ways that I could drive traffic. And everybody wants traffic. Everybody wants to learn how I get traffic. They want me to be promoting their offer. So I went from being at my job to now taking on, I think like four to five different consulting gigs where one would pay me $10,000 a month and I'd have to come in one time a week. Another one would pay me $7,500 a month and I'd come in once a month. I had a few $5,000 and, and tens. It, it got to a point where I literally was making like, like 50 grand a month. But like what I realized was people were just like, squeezing information out of me. They were just sucking me dry. And it wasn't my business. I was still answering to all of these people. I still had a deadline. I still had to go and, and do something for their business. So yeah, they were paying me as a consultant, but I wasn't growing my business. I wasn't growing an asset. The minute I lose that client, what do I have? To me, I have nothing. I just got to I gotta keep hustling. And, and I fast forward 20 years from now, and it's if I'm in a consulting business, I got to continue to keep hustling to find more and more clients because they're going to keep you on for a period of time and get rid of you. And I was like, no, no, that doesn't work for me. And I realized really quickly, even though the money was good, that this was not what I wanted to do. And I immediately pivoted while I had these consulting gigs. I fulfilled on what I had and I had some money coming in, which was good. And my goal was just to make is not enough money that whatever I was making prior to my current job so that I can now build. And if I could do that, I know I can survive. And I started to become a JV for other partners. I started to become an affiliate. I started brokering offers. And I literally had two deals. And that's why this thing's called a one affiliate offer. I had two deals. One deal, I was making $75,000 a week. Another one, I think I was making like 50 to 60 grand a month and upwards of more. And I didn't invest any dollars. That was all hustle. That was all me making a market. That was all me taking an advertiser, finding an offer, finding distribution, putting them together, creating a win-win, and I have a middle. As simple as that. Okay? That's how it started my business. That's being a performance marketer. That's being an affiliate. That is how I built my business. Now, I don't just do that because... It's great, but every offer does not last. They always end. There's always, some of them, if they can last for a year or two, amazing. But they're always going to go away. So you always have to be continuously filling your pipeline. Well, I learned early about that because those deals went away pretty quickly. And I remember in my first year of having a business, I was all excited. Oh my God, this is awesome. To the biggest stomach ache I've ever felt in my life because I had nothing coming in. I, I, it, was, it, was, it was out. I was done. And I started to freak out. But then what I did was I kind of took a step back and I tried to just sock it away somewhere else in my head. And I realized I made more money in that time period than I would have made at my job in multiple years. So I said to myself, calm down. All right. You're already a few years ahead of where you would have been if you were at that job. And let's figure it out. And what I did was 
One, I started to focus on my email business and I started to build that up to a point where I was managing people's databases and sending offers to those people to generate revenue. And then I would do a rev share with the people that would be providing me that data. Okay. They had the relationship with the consumer. They hired me to be their list manager. I was the one who did everything from soup to nuts, from setting up my systems, to setting up the emails, to getting the inbox, to finding the deals, to collecting the money. But that took a long time. So what I did was I went and got more offers. I started to continue on with finding deals and making markets and be a performance marketer. And at the same time, I was building my email business up. And over time, the email business started to get to a place where it afforded me to now do other things. I didn't have to go and find offers as much anymore because it was at a place where I could focus on the email business to grow it. But the cash flow of being the affiliate, creating those JV partnerships was what got me there. And I went through a lot of failures to get there. But bottom line was I built an asset with my email and I controlled my media, right? People talk about building up your databases. I had millions of records in my database and I had the ability to just load a segment up, put an offer in and press send. And immediately I had distribution. I had traffic. And I don't know if you guys understand how powerful that is or not, but on the internet today, you don't create traffic. You create a pattern interruption on Facebook. So someone's on Facebook, you're scrolling and an ad pops up and they're trying to interrupt what you're doing to get you to click. Okay. Facebook has the traffic. What you're doing is you're trying to get somebody to click from Facebook to your, your offer, to your site. What are you trying to do? You're trying to get them to sign up for something. You're trying to get them to become a lead so that you can build your database. So now you can control that traffic. Okay. It's a little bit of a lesson for you guys as a takeaway right there alone is worth more than 47 bucks. So you got your money's worth, but that's things that people need to understand. People get intimidated by traffic all day long and they overcomplicate how to get traffic. That's my business. That's my story. I failed. I failed when I first started, but that didn't stop me from doing it again. And if I failed the second time, I have no doubt in my mind I would have tried it again and again and again. And I still take that approach today. And when I'm trying to learn things, I am trying to find somebody that has already found success with what they do. At the same time, it's when you're running offers and when you're building businesses, you're going out on the internet and you're searching for offers that already are being successful in the category that you want to play in. And that's where you get into the modeling, what's already working. The whole idea of it is you're finding something that works and you're modeling it. You're finding something that works in your life and you're modeling it. Do not try to fix what's not broken. You don't need to be a pioneer. You don't have to do it yourself. There's so much information on the internet. You just have to be resourceful. If you're resourceful, there's so much information out in the marketplace that you can learn from. If you just pay attention, learn from what's happening in the, in the marketplace, learn from my mistakes or whomever else you're going to be working with, and you will 10x your success rate. Appreciate you all you guys showing up. Appreciate you taking the time because I know your time is valuable. Um, hopefully you got something out of this today. 
Go do your homework. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. So uh, have a good night. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Would you like to learn how I built my business using other people's money? If so, then go join my 21-day challenge at PerformanceMarketerSecrets.com. I look forward to meeting you and welcoming you into my family. And remember, results don't lie, but the people who don't have any do. Thanks for listening.